0: You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is oh so good. I make a nice little marinade, sauté some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some rice, And it is an amazing dinner. I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Nerdwallet, finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton-Game. This is Millennium Money. And today we're talking six credit card fees that can break your bank account. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Games. It will expand your brain. Everyone knows that putting money aside in savings is really important. But then what? Should you keep your savings locked in a CD for a higher rate or keep them liquid in a money market? Can your checking account help you save too? Or is it about creating the right combination? We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about the savings options that are right for you. Learn more at SandySpringBank.com. Member FDIC. So we always hear about fees, right? There's fees in your investment accounts. There's fees in In everything, there's fees in your bank accounts, but most people don't talk about the fees that actually sit, or I call them lurk, in your credit cards. And there was a recent article out by creditcards.com. I'm definitely linking in the show notes. You should definitely go over there and read it. That said that the average credit card has six potential fees, right? Some credit cards have more fees, some credit cards have less fees. Let's go over those those fees before we kind of dive in here. So number one is annual fee. Um, And that's something that I hear arguments about all the time, like, oh my gosh, I don't want to get that particular credit card, particularly with rewards and cashback credit cards, because they do have annual fees. Number two, late payment fee. That sucks all the way around, right? Because that is just you not making the payment on time. And the late payment fee actually has a lot of ripple effects, Number three is balance transfer fees. Again, I hear a lot of complaints about I wanna do a balance transfer, but that silly 3% fee that the credit card company is charging, I just can't get around that. Number four, foreign transaction fee. If you've traveled anywhere internationally, I'm sure you hate this fee. It's something that you don't plan for, you don't put in your budget, and then all of a sudden you come home, and if you have one of the cards that do not have a 0% foreign transaction fee, You start to feel it in your next bill, right? Number five is a cash advance fee. I am a huge, um, I should say, non-proponent. I do not like cash advances on credit cards. I think it's one of the worst ways to use your credit cards. So if if you need money and you have to use cash advance, fine, I get it, right? But it shouldn't be probably the first place you look. Number six is over-the-limit fee, another, again, just stupid fee if you happen to go over the limit. I recently just did a podcast on a credit card that we used while we were on vacation, and I hit like a mid-cycle, and I wasn't remembering it. I didn't reset kind of a notice for myself, and I actually hit this fee, and I freaked out because of the amount of interest they wanted to charge me, but alas, I got that reversed. And number seven is a return to payment fee. I think this one is probably one of the most ridiculous fees. You're probably like, what exactly is that? So late payment and cash advance fees, they're normally universal, right? So these are fees that you're going to find on almost every single credit card you have. The late payment fee, like I said, is one of these fees that can really hurt your credit score. And the most important piece of your credit score is literally, are you paying your bills on time? And so oftentimes people are like, oh, I have a bad credit score, but I can't figure out why. And so the number one question is, are you making your payments on time? And you know, if, if I hear a pause or a no, then I, okay, well, we can quickly diagnose while, why that's happening. And I just think there's, there's almost no excuse for it these days because of all of the reminders that we can set on our alarms, on our phones, on our calendars. But I've done it in the past. I've made a late payment without even knowing that I was missing the payment. And so I've had to call and get that late payment reversed. And look, usually if, you know, you've you've done this maybe once a year or it's infrequent, you can get these things reversed. Now if you're like a chronic late paymenter person, um I'm just going to like say it very bluntly, like you need to figure that out because it is literally the number one piece of your credit score. And you know, it's so easy to pay these things on time now. Just set an auto payment or or some sort of feature that literally almost slaps you in the face and reminds you that you need to make that payment. I know a lot of people are not fans of the auto payment. So just set yourself calendar reminders that pop up on your phone, like literally five days ahead of time, right? And then put another one that's like two days before the actual due date, like in all capital letters. So it reminds you like, Hey, did you actually make the payment? And If you didn't make the payment, what I found is because I'm such like a busy, distracted person. I literally when that, when that, uh, alarm or that calendar item pops up on my phone, I have to stop Every single thing. And then I have to go execute because if I just hit like the, you know, snooze button or, you know, cancel button on that reminder, I know I will completely forget. So for me, like when I start getting to the point where I'm seeing the reminders with all capital letters, I know like, okay, Shauna, like this is serious time. You're going to have to stop what you're doing. You're going to have to go over and do whatever that action item is. So if you're somebody like me who's kind of like, a busy body and got a lot going on and my brain's kind of like all over the place. Do whatever you need to do to make that happen for yourself because it's so, so important. And it's such a silly fee that can be so easily avoided, right? The most common late payment fee is actually up to 37 bucks, and the typical cash advance. fee fee is 10 bucks or 5% of the advance whatever is greater. So 10 bucks, not that big of a deal, right? 5% of the advance, if that happens to be the greater, could end up being a big deal. Um, and Cash advances are sometimes how people get in a lot of trouble with credit cards because you know, they use the cash advance like they're going to the ATM to pull out money. Well, the difference is when you're pulling money out of the ATM, you're pulling it out of your actual bank account, right? So it's cash that you actually got there. The cash advance out of the credit card is you're pulling money out of thin air that, you know, you're going to have to pay back just like the credit card. But because the cash advance charges a fee, it's even more expensive for you to use that money versus if you just went out and used your credit card. Uh, Just over half of the credit cards levy foreign transaction fees. It's generally, again, a 3% fee of the transaction. Approximately one quarter of the credit cards come with annual fees and only four cards impose over limit fees. I thought that was really, really interesting. So Matt Schultz from creditcards.com, he's their senior industry analysis, um, analyst. That is the word I'm trying to say. We've actually had Matt on the podcast before and he has this awesome quote. So the good news is that all these fees can be avoided with smart financial habits and most common fees are the easiest to dodge. Love that. And he recommends setting up automatic payments refraining from using credit cards at ATMs and shredding convenience checks. Yes, I totally agree with you, Matt. You know, those checks that come in the mail, they look so like, oh, they look so tempting, don't they? I mean, sometimes it just looks like the best piece of chocolate cake, frosted, like just sitting there waiting for you to eat it, right? Especially if you're wanting to buy something or you're wanting to do something. That check just looks so enticing. It's not tied to my bank account. I can write the check. I can suddenly have cash. You know, it looks like this perfect dreamy world. But the problem is, is on the other side, it actually isn't that dreamy. Now, there are sometimes those checks come and it's like, hey, it's a zero percent offer to do this, or it's some enticing offer that that makes mathematical sense. And then of course, you know, it's then figuring out like how this fits in with your own goals and your own bank account and all of those sorts of things. So I'm not saying it's always awful or it's always terrible. What I'm saying is that a lot of this time, this comes down to math, right? And remember, I've appointed you the CEO of your finances. I have given you that title. You own that title. You are, I don't care what you are out in the working world. In your house with your finances you are the ceo you are in charge of the decisions you make good or bad right that's what a ceo does they sometimes make not great decisions but they gotta own it because they're the ceo right so you gotta do the same thing for yourself and being the ceo means you gotta look at something a little bit objectively so if it's something you want to buy or something you want to do, you, you have to go through the math of it. And that's always the not fun part because sometimes the math tells us not to do it. Uh, just recently, I came up a, against a, a something that I really, really, really wanted to do. I mean, deep into like the pit of my core, I wanted to do this. I wanted to spend money on this, but I knew this was probably not the best decision. And what I normally do I actually ask for signs. Uh, Should I be doing this? And I sort of wait and go, okay, if enough of those signs add up that I probably shouldn't be doing this, that's usually a clue. It's like a giant sort of knock over the head that eh, I probably shouldn't make that decision. Now, sometimes I don't listen and I still make the decision and I know it is a completely not right decision. And you know, I'm kind of like, all right, I'm willing to pay the consequences on the other side of things. So You know, full disclosure—that happens even for me. But when I listen to those signs and I go, "Okay, this is something I'm not supposed to do," it's just the math doesn't make sense, and that's really, you know, where you step into being the CEO of your money. And I think that's really where the empowering piece can come in—is when you allow yourself that role. And I know it's—it's much easier to you know, pretend the money is there or to pretend if you've got the credit card, available credit, you can do it and worry about it and pay for it later. And again, sometimes you go into decisions like that knowing full well, maybe this isn't the best decision. And that's cool. You know, as long as you have um, the tools and the right mindset on the backside to take care of that or to, you know, work within that decision, then, hey, you know what, it's cool. Everybody does it. Everybody does it Multiple times in their life, so um, you know you you just got to own it, right? You got to own whatever decision you make, good or bad, because eh, you made the decision, right? So why the heck does this all matter? Why are fees such a big deal? Well, if you're looking at your bank account and you're saying, "Hey, there's never any money in here," what's the problem? And that happens with a lot of people, and I think. Again, we get in the habit of thinking that that only happens with people who don't make a lot of money, and I'm here to totally debunk that myth for you. I'm here to tell you that I have seen people that don't make a lot of money and people that make a lot of money. I mean, enough money that you would probably salivate over, and they're still asking themselves that same question. They're asking themselves, "Hey, how come I'm never able to save money? Hey, how come there's just not money in this in this account?" and you know, for some of the people, like if you would look at them on paper, you would look at them, not even paper, I'm going to just say like surface, like if we're just going like surface value looking at people, um, you would think that they have it all. You would think like, this is like, when can I step into this life, right? In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earnit provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnit is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. Up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the EarnIn app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use EarnIn in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. Make Earning a part of your financial routine and join Earning's over 3.5 million customers who say things like, when I think about Earning, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earning Today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talking money under podcast. Earnin' is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com/etm. That's M O N A R C H M O N E Y.com/etm for your extended 30-day free trial. Okay, listen, like many of you out there, I love Notion, our sponsor today. And I honestly use it every day for my notes and journaling. I also track our family expenses and I manage all of our household to-dos. Notion has been such a lifesaver in helping me get a lot more organized because that's not one of my strengths without stressing me out. Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organize, and rediscover the joy of play. It's a workspace designed not just for making progress, but getting inspired. Notion is the AI-powered workspace that can summarize things like meeting notes and automatically generate action items and help you get answers to questions in seconds. It will honestly blow your mind. Notion is for everyone, whether you're a Fortune 500 company, you're a freelancer, you're starting a startup, or you're a student juggling classes and clubs, or you're somebody like myself that just really wants to get organized. Try Notion for free when you go to notion.com slash etm. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash etm, and start turning ideas into action. And when you use our link, you are supporting our show, notion.com slash etm. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. behind the scenes, when we look at the math of things, it just doesn't quite add up. So I, I only say that to you in, in order to give you some sort of comfort in no matter what situation you're in, no matter how much you make or don't make, I want you to know that you're actually not that different than everybody else. So whatever sort of voice in your head is, is maybe telling you, that you are different, that your situation is completely different and that nobody would understand, I want you to just knock that voice out of your head because it's so untrue, all right? So let's play detective a little bit if if that's where you're at. Number one, do you know what you're spending every single penny on? You should because it matters. It matters greatly and not because I want you to spend like Endless hours, you know, looking at what you're spending your money on, or I, w- I don't want you to get stressed out or freaked out or any any worse off than you may feel already about your money. But when you know what you're spending your money on, mm, that gives you power. It gives you the opportunity to make some changes, make some positive redirections, and really remedy the situation. So it matters. Number two, do you know the ins and outs of your debts? What are the interest rates? What are the amount owed? What are the fees that might be charged? You should because it matters. It so matters because these fees are the things that are sucking money out of your bank account, right? It's like I have one of those Dyson vacuums and if you you don't own one of these, you should own one of these. They're really expensive, full disclosure. Um, I got mine. Mine was like a refurbished model, so I didn't pay quite the full price, but it still was like enough to make me want to freak out that I was paying this much money over a freaking vacuum cleaner. But this thing is beautiful. I mean, it sucks up stuff in like crevices that a regular vacuum would literally just laugh at you. Like, I'm not I'm not gonna bother to suck that up. The Dyson thing just it goes to work, you know, so much so that like um you know, once I was I was sucking stuff up under the bed and it ended up sucking up something that I actually really wanted and I couldn't get it back out from the vacuum. You know? So I'm just saying it's a, it's a super powerful vacuum, but the point is is that these fees can be just like that Dyson vacuum, right? They can literally go into the crevices. Suck money out of your bank account and you don't even know what's going on. You know, you could you could have some of these fees in your credit cards that are actually costing you a lot more money than they need to be. But because you're not aware of it, because you're not paying attention, you you can't stop that fast moving train, right? So until you kind of have the awareness of what the heck is going on and what actually exists, you can't get off the train, right? The, the train's just going. It's so fast. Same thing with retirement accounts. You know, I, I've had a lot of people say, Well, I don't have fees in my 401k. Yes, you do. I hate to break it to you. Yes, you do. And You know, you need to go on a detective search to find out what those fees are because you could be paying a lot of fees that you don't need to be paying. You could be in funds that are that are way overcharging you. Uh, There could be a lot of things that are they're sucking money money away. You know, if you're in a fund where you're making, I'm just making this up, but let's just pretend that you're making, I don't know, an eight percent return, but you have, you know, a one and a half percent charge on that on that fund. Well you're not making what you think you're making on that fund. And it, it definitely matters in down markets because it's in those down times that the fees, they become an, an even bigger vacuum cleaner, right? Sucking things away. Okay. And lastly, do you know why your credit score is what it is? You should, because it matters. Why does it matter? Because the universal currency of of buying things, of of buying cars of buying houses of getting loans all of these things it comes down to your credit score first and foremost right if your credit score is not as as robust as you want it to be find out why and if if your why is because of some of these silly things attached to credit cards you can easily fix it you can fix that so fast it would blow your mind right the point is that rather than letting your bank account balance dictate your goals, I want your goals to dictate your bank account balance. I want your goals of of the things that you want to do today and the things you want to do in a year and 5 years. I want that to dictate wh- where your money's going, right? Where your bank account is being spent. And you know, these fees again, they're so suffocating for your growth and that suffocation causes you to feel like you're not being able to achieve anything. And it's these little sneaky things, like little by little, they take away your um, kind of wealth power, your wealth potential. And um, you know, I, I, I throw that word wealth around it sometimes make people like a little uncomfortable, but to me being wealthy shouldn't be something that you aspire to be. It's something that you're now, right? Your wealth is now whatever, whatever you're, if you're in a big house, if you're in a small house, if you have a big bank account, if you have a small bank account, whatever that is, that is your wealth and you need to own it and you need to empower it, right? Right. So in this article, they talked about cards with the most potential fees, and the top card actually has 12 fees, 12 fees associated, and that is the first Premier Bank credit card. I've actually never heard of this credit card, um, but the second one I have, the Bank card Secure Card, has 11 fees. Ah, that just blows my mind. The number fourth credit card with 10 fees is the Hilton Honors Card card from American Express. like These are starting to be some names that we actually recognize. Cards with the fewest fees. Number one, only has one fee is the Pentagon Federal Credit Union Promise Visa. Okay, so a lot of us probably cannot get that card because we're not... um, you know we don't have a, a a government job but some of these other fees or some of these other cards i should say we can have like sam's club mastercard only has two fees the capital one spark cash select for business only has two fees capital one secured mastercard two fees right spark classic from capital one two fees i'm i'm starting to get the memo here that capital one is one of the one of the best uh, credit cards here for low fees the point is, is regardless of, of, of what card you have, figure out what fees are on your particular credit cards. Figure out what fees are gonna matter to you if you travel. What what's gonna happen if you're late on a particular payment or if you're over your limit. Find out those things and then find credit if one of those credit cards doesn't match your, you know, your lifestyle, find a credit card that does. Find a credit card that is going to help you actually advance forward and not pull you back, right? So I was really shocked. I've never really thought about the amount of fees that particular credit cards have. This was kind of like eye-opening to me. And so I went back and looked at my cards and some of them I was a little bit shocked on. Now, I will tell you that sort of the the, the hidden secret is that a lot of these fees can be waived away. Your annual fee, you can call and get that waived away. I've only had a couple times where I've asked for the annual fee to be waived where it's not been waived, right? Your late payment fee can be totally waived away and it should. If you're late on a payment, seriously, pick up the call, pick up the phone, pick up the phone. Yes, the phone. That's the device I'm looking for. Pick up the phone, call your credit card company and ask for that to be waived. It's a big deal because it takes away that mark on your credit report and it takes away that stupid fee, right? Balance transfer fees. Now... Sometimes those can be waved away. I, I've had this happen maybe half of the time, but it's at least worth asking. A cash advance fee over limit fee is is another big one. Always, if you're over, if you find yourself in a pinch, you've gone over the limit Ask for that fee to be waived, right? The point is, whatever fees have come on your credit cards, you you gotta, you gotta again, you gotta be the CEO. You gotta look at those statements every month. You gotta see what the heck is going on. If one of these fees sneaks, sneaks up on you, give them a call, right? All it takes is being a nice person, asking the question. And a lot of times you can just get these freaking fees removed, right? That's gonna help you. It may seem stupid now, it may seem like 10 bucks here, 20 bucks here, 30 bucks here. But if you think of that over your lifetime, that's a lot of cash that you could actually have working for you. All right. As always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Game. Hey, if you like this podcast, do me a favor, share it with your friends, go over to the link in the show notes, head on over to iTunes and leave us a review.